Tell me what you really think and know the issues with Lisa Valone, where the best informed win and the uninformed fail. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tell Me What You Really Think. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dan. And today's topic is Should Illegal Aliens Be Given Legal Status? Now, you know on this podcast, I ask people to read a bill and use your critical thinking skills on it. For example, we have learned that bills may contain the language for other purposes. That allows for a lot of other possibly unrelated items to be included in this bill. So if you support a bill for one part of it, then you're supporting the bill based on all the other parts, whether or not they're a benefit. Okay, so I want you to use your critical thinking skills on this bill. It was introduced in 2021 by AOC, and it was called the 9-11 Immigrant Worker Freedom Act. From AOC's site, it says that this act would provide a path to citizenship for nearly 2,000 immigrant workers and volunteers who assisted with cleanup and rescue and search efforts at Ground Zero. And she says, no one has more earned the right to call themselves an American than the undocumented workers and volunteers who did cleanup and search and rescue at Ground Zero. Yet 20 years later, many of these immigrants still lack permanent residency, even as they struggle with the health impact of asbestos exposure and other related trauma and injury. So with that said, we know that this bill's intent is not only to give these undocumented workers the chance to become legal citizens on a permanent basis, but also to get them health care as well. We know that these are illegal aliens because of the fact that she's using the word undocumented workers and volunteers. People who are here legally on work visas are documented. People who are here illegally are undocumented workers. All right, if you go to the Washington State Department of Social and Health Services to look up the difference between legal and undocumented immigrants, this is the definition that they use. Legal immigrants are foreign-born people legally admitted to the United States. Undocumented immigrants, also called illegal aliens, are foreign-born people who do not possess a valid visa or other immigration documentation because they entered the U.S. without inspection, stayed longer than their temporary visa permitted, or otherwise violated the terms under which they were admitted. I think I speak for all of us when I say I believe all of America owes everyone a debt of gratitude for their assistance and our most dire of needs. But are there parts of this bill that are concerning? Are there parts that make you pause and question? As of today's date, it was introduced, but it has not passed the House nor the Senate as yet. So let me read to you the text. It's to provide individuals who perform rescue, recovery, demolition, debris cleanup, or other related services after the September 11th terrorist attacks as an opportunity to adjust their status to an unlawful permanent residence and for other purposes. And remember, whenever we see the word and for other purposes, it means there's something other than what we're initially looking at in that short description. And it means if you're in favor of one part of the bill, you're in favor of it all. So let's read the bill. Notwithstanding any other provision of law, the Secretary of Homeland Security or the Attorney General shall adjust the status of any individual to that 
of an alien lawfully admitted for permanent residence if such individual applies for such adjustment not later than 18 months after the date of the enactment of this act. So let's look at the parts. The benefit shall apply to any alien who a worked or volunteered on site in rescue recovery, debris cleanup, or related support services in Lower Manhattan that would be south of Canal Street, the Staten Island landfill, or on the barge loading piers for at least four hours during the period beginning on September 11, 2001 and ending on September 14, 2001. For at least 24 hours during the period beginning on September 11th and ending on September 30th, or at least 80 hours during the period of September 11th and ending on July 31st. And July 31st is actually 2002, instead of just talking about 2001. B was a vehicle maintenance worker who was exposed to debris from the former World Trade Center while retrieving, driving, cleaning, repairing, and maintaining vehicles contaminated by airborne toxins from the September 11, 2001 terrorist act for any time during the period beginning September 11, 2001 and ending on July 31, 2002. And let me read that part again. So a vehicle maintenance worker who was exposed to debris from the World Trade Center by either retrieving, driving, cleaning, repairing, or maintaining the vehicles, and this could have been for any amount of time during a period between September 11, 2001 and ending on July 31, 2002. So using your critical thinking skills, I want you to think about when they mention any amount of time. That could mean anything from one second to infinity. Should this time be narrowed down? Or is it even a second a concern? That's interesting. That's a really good question. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where it's such an odd exception and something that's so rare um, that it feels instinctively like a good idea, uh, right? Rewarding people for doing stuff that they didn't have to do, um, but understanding that there is um, kind of that, that hiccup, right? That, that, that there was this um, you know, immigration problem and then this idea that they came here legally um, but um, my kind of question to tack on to that is is there anything in the bill or is there some kind of provision or thought process uh, about you know what we've seen with like the first responders um, and the the health concerns of anybody who's really worked in in the site um, developing severe respiratory issues cancers etc from their exposure is there something in this provision that would afford the same kind of protections or is this the workaround, right? So giving them permanent residency, allowing them to qualify for state insurance, and, and that way we can kind of take care of them from that perspective. I think the idea of uh, the location is a little bit concerning um, just because I, I don't know if there's any, and, and then this could just be kind of my own ignorance, um, if there's the same kind of you know, diseases that we're seeing, respiratory diseases, et cetera, um, that people on barges or landfills, or even doing vehicle maintenance um, had who were actually going down into um, you know, ground zero, the actual heart of it. But I do like um, that kind of limited time frame. Um, 
although I, I don't know if, again, kind of scientifically, if that is the most dangerous time or if it should be expanded. But this idea that people who came here you know, without documentation rush to the scene to help, I think that's, you know, that, that kind of speaks of that American um, kind of camaraderie that, that I think they can all. But unlike Dan, I am concerned with the time limit. I believe that it should be with a start time and an end time. Everything should be laid out. It is possible that the way it is worded now, that an illegal alien could go ahead and say, I was on the site for one minute and therefore I qualify. Is that fair? And remember, if they qualify for this, they qualify for all the benefits that every worker at the site was receiving as well as all the benefits of being an American. So this concerns me. And with that said, I want to say that I believe that all Americans owe everyone a debt of gratitude for their assistance in our most dire of needs. But what concerns me is as part of the bill that the originator of the bill, AOC, brings up not once, but twice. Let me read it to you now. So let's go on to see. Was a member of a fire or police department whether fire or emergency personnel, active or retired, worked for a recovery or cleanup contractor or was a volunteer, and performed rescue, recovery, demolition, debris cleanup, or other related services at the Pentagon site of the terrorist-related aircraft crash of September 11, 2001, during the period beginning on September 11, 2001, and ending November 19, 2001. And again, with this section, it does not mention the length of time. It only says that you had to be a member of the fire or police department, whether active or retired, and worked for a recovery or cleanup contractor, or was a volunteer. So I want you to think with your critical thinking skills. How many illegal aliens do you know who are a member of the fire or police department? D was a member of a fire or police department, whether emergency, active or retired, who were for the recovery or cleanup contractor, or was a volunteer, or performed rescue, recovery, demolition, debris cleanup, or other related services in Pennsylvania at the terrorist-related air crash between the periods of September 11th and ending on October 3rd. So again, not once but twice we're seeing a member of the fire or police department, and they're referring to illegal aliens, people who are here illegally without the permission of the government, people who cannot be easily tracked because of their illegal status. And we know that they're talking about illegal aliens as opposed to those who are here on a work visa because of Section 2 Adjustment of Status, where it says, notwithstanding any other provision of law, the Secretary of Homeland Security or the Attorney General shall adjust the status of any individual to be that of an alien lawfully admitted for permanent residence if such individual applies for an adjustment no later than 18 months after the date of the enactment of this act. But and it would be interesting is I, I you would think especially civil service like that would do extensive background checks or ensuring that the people were, were here um, you know, with full documentation. Um, so that's, that's an interesting one. 
um, unless, and, and what you said about the idea of a, I think they included the word volunteer, and a volunteer in the case of fire. Um, so are, are they talking like officers? Are they talking about people who rushed to the scene who didn't necessarily have to, and they classified them as something? Like, I, I don't, right? And that's interesting. Um, yeah, because you, you would think it would just be, if, if you were ending this to be this blanket protection of people who said, well, you didn't actually have to come and you, know, you risked your life or you were thrilled well being, and that's something that we value in this country, um, you wouldn't necessarily have to make those distinctions, right? You would just say, if you could document 24 hours of service you know, in these few day period. Um, so it kind of sounds that intentionally targeted. And, and it's not to suggest that, you know, somebody illegally, you know, theoretically could not be trusted as an officer or anything along those lines. But we have those same standards for virtually any law enforcement position, right? If you have a documented recent criminal um, offense you committed, you're not going to be allowed to be an officer. So it still kind of feels along the same line. It's common knowledge that under the Immigration Reform and Control Act, IRCA, it is illegal for any employer to knowingly hire undocumented immigrants, and anyone, be it an individual or a business or a government, will be found to have committed a crime, which may be classified as a federal felony, when it assists an illegal alien to obtain employment. So why the wording? Did we have, or do we currently have, illegal aliens working as subcontractors for the police and fire department? It's possible. Even the New York Times recently reported that about 2,500 contracted private firefighters in the Pacific Northwest are immigrants, and many of them are here illegally and have been contracting with the Forest Service for firefighting for several years now. And this fact is not exclusive to the Pacific Northwest, but to the entire United States. So is it possible that we have illegal immigrants working in the police force or the fire department? It is possible, but more what I think is happening is, since it is illegal to hire somebody who is an illegal alien to do contracting work or any type of work in the United States, I believe that there are not any illegal aliens that were contracted. Rather, I believe that this wording was brought up not once but twice, so that way in the future it could be brought up that we have had where we accepted a bill where we said, yes, let's give these illegal aliens full citizenship. And yes, we brought up that even if they were working in the police or fire department, that they qualify. And the fact that there were no arguments about this means that people feel that it is not a security risk. And then let's skip down to G, confidentiality of information. Under number one, under G, it says the secretary may not disclose or use information including information provided during administrative or judicial review, provided in applicants filed under this Act for the purpose of immigration enforcement. So in other words, once we have the information on these illegal aliens, it cannot be used against them. It cannot be used to deport them back to their original country and give them the chance to re-enter legally. When an alien is granted the status of having been lawfully admitted for permanent residence under this section, the Secretary of State shall not be required to reduce the number of immigration visas authorized to be issued under the Immigration and Nationality Act. 
Now, this is different than immigrants who are here legally, and I want to bring up that distinction. I know a lot of miscommunication has been circulating about a California bill that would allow immigrants to become police officers, as that bill, which did cause confusion because of loose wording, was only addressing non-citizens and not those who are here illegally. But with this bill by AOC, it mentions it twice. And this concerns me. Because with both the fire and the police first responders, there is a worry about safety. The police, for example, have on file highly sensitive information, files on different suspects and convicted people, and are bringing in and temporarily housing those suspected of crimes. Anyone in the precinct needs to be documented and trained to ensure that nothing happens that can jeopardize anyone or any record in this facility. Yet, if there are people contracted to work for them that do not have the ability to be traced, that could be a serious problem. And I mention traced because that is what happens whenever someone is in another's employ. If that person steals or commits a serious crime, the employer knows where to direct the police. They know the person's home address, their past employers, and so forth. But this information is not readily available as someone is an illegal alien. But in this bill, they do mention contractor, which is a person or company that undertakes a contract to provide materials or labor to perform a service or do a job. Another part of the bill that concerns me is the fact that there is no mention of what type of documentation a person must give to say that they volunteered or that they worked at one of the sites. Although AOC site mentions a couple of thousand people, what is to stop an illegal alien from saying that they work there too? They don't have to provide any proof, or at least the bill does not say that they do. So if you're an illegal alien, can you just go ahead and say, Yes, I worked at the site for a period of one minute, and therefore I qualify for citizenship. And if that's the case, we're not looking at a couple of thousand. Rather, it is mentioned that New York State, as of current, has more than a half a million illegal aliens living in the state. And that's what we know of. There can be many more because, again, these people are not traceable. They came here illegally. And in most cases, we have no idea of where they are, how to get a hold of them, how to count them in the numbers. And yet, if this bill is passed, will we see a floodgate open where illegal aliens from not only New York State, but other states come into the state and claim that they had volunteered after 9-11? I think that this bill has a lot of openings that can create a lot of abuses. I think that this bill can open up the situation where all illegal aliens can become legal citizens and as such have all of the benefits of being an American. And I feel that this bill is trying to normalize the idea in our heads that illegal aliens are working in our police and our fire department, thereby negating other laws that say that it's illegal for an employer to hire an illegal alien. I think that this bill has a lot to consider. I think that our representatives need to really give this a lot of thought and ask a lot of questions and have that wording put into the bill before anything is ever signed or vetoed. And that's my opinion.
I'd love to hear yours. And so tell me what you really think. Ask, what do you think of this bill? Should those who came to the aid, whether they're here legally or not, and whether they were contracted with the police and fire department or not, receive full citizenship for their work, despite their hours or locations after the terrorist attack? And does it concern you that we have illegal aliens? And again, illegal is a key word here, as we are not talking about aliens here legally on a work visa, for example. But does it concern you that we have illegal aliens working in the police and fire department in a contractor position? Let us know what you think.